Now, I'm no five-star Michelin chef, but I did get the recipe from the Most High in how to make and then eat humble pie. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Greetings everyone, greetings, greetings, welcome to the Expire to Inspire podcast. Just like the Messiah, it is my desire to expire, to inspire. My name is MD and today I've been given a word, a word about humility and what it truly means to be humble. You see, when many people think of the word humble, they tend to think of a person who is a pushover, a doormat, someone that's easy to manipulate, someone that can be easily get one over on. But having humility, being humble is one of the key traits the Most High is looking for any individual who wishes to enter into his kingdom. Blessed are the the meek for theirs is the kingdom. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. You have to be humble. You have to, we have to, because I'm including myself too. I'm exempt. We have to always constantly remind ourselves that it's only because of grace, only because of his mercy, why we are here today. Grace should not be taken for granted. This grace period should not be taken for granted. When somebody can't afford to pay a certain bill, certain companies may be kind enough. They may have a, a, a you know, a, a, a part of humanity within them to say, okay, we're going to give you a grace period for you to pay off this amount for your bill, the outstanding balance, right? So they may give you seven days. They may give you two weeks, depending on what their policies are. Now, it's been 2000 plus years since the Messiah came died and rose again a grace period of 2000 years to get our acts together we have to be humble yo that in itself especially for me because i can only speak for myself that in itself whenever i'm reminded of that notion whenever i'm reminded of the gift of grace i immediately humble myself Because I do deserve condemnation. I do deserve hellfire, just like the the rest of the world. We have all sinned and fallen short of the Most High's glory. Yet, because of his love, because of his compassion, because of his grace and because of his mercy, we are able, as long as we have breath in our body, it's an opportunity to repent Re means to relook at something, go back, and then pent. Pent derives from, I think it's a Hebrew word for the number five. That's why they have the Pentecost, five days after Yeshua ascended. Uh, the Spirit of the Holy Spirit came upon the followers, and they called it the, the day of Pentecost, right? Where they were speaking in tongues, 
Pent, if you think of Pentagon, uh, Pentagon has five sides. So the number five deals with grace. And when we are dealing with repent, this is another chance for us to look on our lives and look at what took place on Calvary and be humble enough to say, you know what? I repent, Father. I confess before you with my tongue, with my mouth, with my heart, mind and spirit. Align me to your will. Align me so that I can go after what's important in this life. And that's building your kingdom. Because I know you don't want no lazy workers in your kingdom. Hallelujah. And so with this time, this is training ground time. This is a time for practice run. And if one is not willing to at least acknowledge that they are sinners, as well as myself, I acknowledge that every day when I wake up, when I pray, I, I repent. Sins I know, sins I don't know. And the ones that I don't know, most I please bring it into my awareness. So then I'm able to know exactly what is not pleasing in your sight because I don't want to keep disrespecting you and keep doing that over and over again and I do the same thing before I go to bed even when I'm out on the road same thing repent 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 throughout the day because there's things that we are eating there's there's so much mess in this world there's certain things they put in the food there's certain things that they put in you know around us that's that's contaminating and therefore is is going against the most high's laws even though i'm not intentionally doing it it's still a sin sin is sin so this is why i have to be constantly covering myself throughout the day most high forgive me cover me with the blood of yeshua because i know the enemy is very slick and very sly and he would do things in a in a very covert way to make one trip up to make one sin just like what he did in the garden of eden You see, Satan didn't go to Adam. He went to Eve, the weaker vessel. And if we don't work on the weak areas of our lives, then Satan can easily slip through the cracks and come and tempt us with what we are weak to, what we are easily uh, persuaded by. That's not of the most high. That's not righteous to him. So this is why doing the daily work and humbling myself enough, becoming like a child, you know, when a child does wrong, you know, you can kind of tell their countenance changes, right? They may, they may like try test the waters and see if they can get away with it. But once they know that, you know, they, they have to humble. And that's the same kind of principle. The most time wants to, or the same kind of character trait. The most time wants to see from us. He knows we are sinners. He knows we have all fallen short. And you know, when people are coming into that, 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 that place of repentance, you know, it's, it's, it should be a joyous moment. I've seen so many people who have gone to certain churches and certain um, places of worship and all they've been getting is condemnation just because of what they did in their past. But let me tell you something. You see these churches, the Malta is going to judge them harshly for the simple fact that a lot of these churches have a Pharisee spirit Running rampant and rife within them. And I'm going to speak on it. There's a lot of churches who think they are self-righteous. 
who 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 certain people in certain offices and i'm not here to bash or to come against you know the the anointed that you know the the anointed chosen ones the most high is put in places of position of leadership but at the same time you know when there's unrighteousness it does need to be called out i'm not here to judge that's not my job that's the most high's job but we're here to, you know, be righteous. We're here to call out that which is not righteous. Because the the main mission, the main goal, the main agenda is not about pastor so-and-so or minister so-and-so or whatever title so-and-so wants to give themselves. It's about the Most High's will. It's about his kingdom. It's about his purpose. It's about his glory. And the, the main mission, even if you're not talented in any other department, you may not be gifted in preaching, you may not be gifted in teaching, but we can all minister to somebody and share the gospel of the Most High and ultimately win a soul for his kingdom. And that, that is what he's looking for in, in, in the people. Hallelujah. But going back to what I was saying, you know, you got a lot of lost souls that do want to repent, that do want to come back into the fold. But then you got a lot of, certain people in positions of leadership within the church that just want to condemn and want to highlight the person's past. I mean, if the most High was to run a roll of everybody's past, everybody will be cast in hellfire. So when a, when a soul is coming into the fold to want to be saved and they want to turn from their sin and now go in the path of righteousness, that should be celebrated. You understand? And a lot, like I said, a lot of lost souls come in and they get turned off. You know, they say, oh, you can't, you can't enter into the kingdom if you're a fornicator. You can't enter into the kingdom if you've done this and you can't enter into the kingdom that you've done that. But I say this to you. The Most High said, even if you look at another woman, lustfully, you've committed fornication in your heart. You committed adultery in your heart. Even though you may not have physically killed somebody. But if a lost soul, like I said, a lost sheep, a lost soul that's now wanting to be saved, coming in to repent. But now you've condemned him, you're bashing him. You don't, there's no love, there's no compassion, there's no grace. Just as the Most High has bestowed it upon you and I, who are saved. Then, one, it's going to be proven to be futile. Two, you're now a murderer. Because that you don't know how broken that spirit or that individual is. And they come into the church as a place of safety, a place of refuge, a place where they can get courage and rebuild their strength and walk in faith with the most high and you just killed that spirit you killed see that the the the, the operative word there is killed you killed their spirit you now made them want to turn away even more to go and commit even more sin you'll be held accountable for that soul you'll be held highly accountable because you're in a position of leadership and this is why certain churches are not growing they say the prosperity churches are growing but what about the churches that are you know that are that that are that specialize in different areas of ministry you know you got healing churches you got churches for deliverance you got churches that that preach about the repentance and preach about the gospel and the, and and the the the, the soon coming uh, return of our king and savior there's different churches that do different ministries and specialize in that so I'm not going to come out any ministry and say this one's wrong and this one's right. Like I said, I'm not the most high. That's not my job. I leave that to him, for him to do. I'm not trying to usurp his position or his authority to do that. But what I will say is when you're trying to win souls, part of winning souls is not you then driving them back out into the world again. Because like I said, you will be held accountable for that soul. We're here to win souls for the kingdom. 
We're here to do the Most High's work. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about anybody on this earth. It's about our soon coming king who's going to be judging. And many people will not make it. People who have this self-righteous attitude, the Pharisee spirit that's just running rampant and rife within them. They will not make it. They, they, will, they will think in their mind, in their deluded mind. And this is why I say you have to be humble. Because they will have this, this delusion where they think that their, their self-righteousness is what's going to save them or what's going to grant them salvation and in, enter into the kingdom. But it's going to be a, a, a very shocking day for many when they find out that those that have been in so-called ministry for X amount of decades didn't make the mark. And the Most High will turn around and say, depart from me. I don't know you. I never knew you. You worker of in iniquity. Then you have those that will repent in the last hour, the last second, the last minute. And they will be saying, well done. They will be told, well done, my good and faithful servant. You shall enter in. If we look at the robber that died next to the Messiah, in his last breath, the last seconds of his life, he repented and he recognized who the Messiah was and what his mission was. And he accepted the gift of salvation. And he was granted a seat at the king's table. He was granted access to the kingdom. Hallelujah. So let's not all think because we are, we are so-called leaders or we have titles attached to our name that automatically we are going to enter into those pearly gates because like I said, it's going to be a shocking day for many where they thought that they, yeah, they got it down packed. And then the most high was saying, uh-uh, you ain't got the act. You didn't make the mark. <laughs> so be 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 gone. You work of iniquity. And that's the worst type of rejection anyone can face in their lives. Woe to the scribes and Pharisees. Not one scripture did I read where any scribe or Pharisee made it into the kingdom. But the robber and the thief and the murderer who committed sin his whole life. And then in the last very moments was granted access to the kingdom so that in itself should humble those who want to try and condemn and highlight so because this is what i've witnessed as well i've witnessed an anointing and this kind of reminds me of the story of saul and king david saul was on the throne and he knew that his time was up ruling as king and that there was going to be a new king to take his place and it wasn't going to be his son it was going to be king david right so Saul became tormented and he became irritable knowing this fact when this revelation came to him and he sought to kill David, right? He, he sought to kill that which the Most High has ordained just because he was a simple shepherd boy. Oh, he's a simple shepherd boy. He's just out there in the field. He smells, you know, he's out there turning to sheep. <clears throat> he's always dirty because he's outside in nature, how can somebody that looks rugged and dirty be sitting and, and, and be called king? He don't look the part as a king. He don't make the mark as a king. But we all know the Bible says, for man looks on the countenance, on the outside, but the Most High knows the heart of man and he knows the anointing that is given each individual. So with that being said, just because somebody who may have had sin in their lives, their whole lives, but they may have an anointing, they may have a gift that they could bring to your ministry but you run them out because you feel threatened just like King Saul was threatened by David because, oh, a newcomer on the block thinks that they can now come in here and, 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 and 
be powerful and, and speak the word and speak truth and it's cutting me up from the inside out and I don't know how to take that. I don't know how to 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 process that. Yeah, because the, the Most High is humbling you. The Most High will use those who were deemed less than to humble those who think they're greater than. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for the revelation. And this is why it's important to be humble. It's important for one to recognize that any of us at any given moment can be and will be humbled. Anybody can get it. Nobody is exempt. So the recipe for creating humble pie, well, that's the list of ingredients. Become like a child. Be childlike. For they are the greatest in the kingdom. Recognize and acknowledge and take accountability. And have the self-awareness to know when you have done wrong. And even if you don't know the sin that you have committed. You're not aware of it. Ask the Most High to reveal it to you. He will. Because he's done it to me. He's done it to me through my dreams. When I pray about it. He's definitely been showing me the areas of my ways and I have to, you know, clean up many areas of my, of my, of my life, you know? And at the end of the day, there's no shame in that. You know, people feel so prideful and a prideful spirit cannot enter into the kingdom either. Many people feel so prideful that they don't even want to acknowledge that they have a lot of areas in their life to clean up. But if you don't clean it up, it's going to, it's going to leak out. It's going to seep out one way or another. And if you have a gift of discernment and your discernment radar is strong, you could pick that up from a mile off. And just because, like I said, certain people may have titles, they're not exempt from being humble. They're not exempt from feeling the wrath of the most high. There's many people who have been demoted and promoted and nobody would have thought in a million years that the person that got demoted, it would happen to them. The person that got promoted would happen to them. So, you know, we, we can never, we can never, um, try and outthink or outsmart the most high because none of us know how he moves or what his next move is going to be. He's very mysterious with how he moves, you know, and sometimes that's why he makes us wait. You know, we pray for something, we pray for, we pray, we pray, and we feel like he's not hearing us. He's heard us the first time, but sometimes he's testing us at the same time to see if we're going to still be faithful to him, if we don't give him, if he doesn't give us what we want right there and then. So being humble and having humility and just trusting and knowing and having the faith that no matter what, once the word leaves his mouth, it is so because his words is life. He spoke life into existence. He said, let there be light. And it was so. So when the most High said he's going to do something, it is already done. It's already accomplished. It's, it's, it's already in the past, <laughs> you know, it's past tense because it's already done. So I just wanted to share this quick word, you know, with, with everybody today on this beautiful March Saturday uh, afternoon here in the UK, uh, just after 4 p.m., giving thanks and praise to the Most High, it's the Sabbath, and I just moved by this Holy Spirit to just come and share this word. So I just... Pray that one receive this in love. This is not to bash and not to, to condemn, but the Most High is about the truth. He is about righteousness 
And as we all know in, in the Bible, in the scripture, it does say that the Messiah did say, um, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword, you know, and the sword is the word, the word of the most high and the words can cut the words heal and words can, can slay the, I say the word saves and the word slays. It saves your spirit, it saves your soul because it convicts you. And if you're humble enough to accept it, you know, in humbleness and meekness and just know it's out of love, then one will be saved. One will be transformed. But if one wants to be prideful and grudgeful and hateful because they got cut and their little and their little fragile ego got bruised, well, they're going to be slayed just like Satan got slayed and got kicked out of the kingdom of heaven because of his pride and his ego. The most ain't going to have none of that. Satan got it and any of us can get it. But the difference is Satan doesn't have the gift of grace. We do. So we should take that gift in, 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 you know, we should take it seriously. We shouldn't take it for granted. So I just wanted to share this word today on the Sabbath and I'm trusting everyone will have a great and wonderful day wherever you are in the world. All praises, all glory, all honour and all, all worship goes to the one true almighty creator of the, of the world, of the universe, of all the universes, multiverses or whatever. Whatever the so-called scientists say is multiverses. I don't know, but I just know he's the most high and he gets all the worship and glory and honor and praise and and he's worthy of that. He's, that's the least he can get, you know? So thank you one and all once again. Until next time, most high willing, take care, much love to you all and peace.